As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello and welcome to the Pro Wrestling Show. Well, Gavin, John Jackson, we are back after hiatus. NFL trips out to the Performance Center. Far too much going on, but we are back and we promise this time, like we said last time, that we are fully committed to some regular content for you uh, here from the Pro Wrestling Show. Coming up in this show, a Hell in a Cell review, some of the big news from around the WWE, and we tease some upcoming stuff. This is the Pro Wrestling Show. Uh, welcome to the Pro Wrestling Show, Will Gavin, John Jackson. Hey, Johnny. What's up? How's it going, buddy? Yeah, not bad. My headphones don't work, but I've ditched them. Don't matter. Don't it's first matter. first time we've seen each other in an absolute age. Yeah, Will, Will went to Japan. Yeah. And then Will went to New York. Yeah. And then Will started doing NFL. Yeah. And then I went to Orlando. That's why last week's show was missing because I had to do four NFL podcasts, three live NFL broadcasts, plus my normal job. So I apologize there wasn't a show. We should have tweeted something out or something, but yeah. that was totally on me and my bad, wow. and I apologize. But we, 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 ta- been, we take the flack together, Will. We've been getting loads of videos like together. Team. We're going to start a YouTube channel. It's all going to kick off. We're going to really be committing to this thing going forward because we really like the feedback we've been getting we really appreciate all the love out there but we figured there was a pay-per-view this weekend we need to get in the studio and record something absolutely and he john's mocking me for going to japan i'm not mocking you new york it was good i talked about it in the podcast and i said i was jealous that you got to go to the new japan store he's been in orlando at the performance center and honestly I have very rarely in my life been more jealous than I was of you the two days that you got to spend just, you know, hanging out with a bunch of NXT superstars. Yeah, um, I can't... I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about at the moment because there is an embargo. Well, no, as long as I don't talk about... People know it's about... WWE 2K. They yeah, know. Yeah, People yeah. have shared right. photos on social right, media. Well, they are fully aware of that. I can't talk about the game. I can't talk about any of the features that I saw. Can we say who we got interviews with, yeah, which yeah, will be coming absolutely. up on the show next week? Well, the embargo is Thursday, so technically we could do a special on Friday morning. Ooh, maybe. Or we leave it later until the game comes out. It's up to you. I mean, let's do like, it next week. Let's do it next week. Let's do a special on the game next week. All right, so next week. And who's going to be on the show? 
I'll go from first to last who I spoke to in this order. Alexa Bliss. Yes. Cesaro. Yes. Elias. Yes. What does WWE stand for? <laughs> um, instantly, while we were while we were doing these interviews, they basically positioned them around the room, and I spent about forty five minutes waiting for Elias. So I just kept going. What does WWE stand for? Wait with Elias. <laughs> and it was, no, no one found it funny. And of course, the WWE champion AJ Styles. Nice. Yeah. Good. We talked about all kinds of things. Um, I'll give you a slight insight. Alexa Bliss. We talked about bacon. Great. Cesaro. We talked about coffee. Great. AJ Styles, we talked about college football and me mistaking his college football hat for a Green Bay Packers hat, which was wasn't it, a good uh, idea. Georgia Bulldogs Georgia, hat. Yeah. yeah, good, good. Yeah, we, we recovered it. And with Elias, I asked him what on earth he thought he was doing singing Angels at the recent London House show. <laughs> good. So that'll be next week. There we go. Loads and of great videos content of all coming this from you. Well. It's all going to go on our YouTube channel when that exists. It actually does already exist. You can find it. There's just no videos on it yet, but it's coming because we've got the Volta video is going to go up there yeah. ahead of Wembley, which is less than two weeks away John I forgot and failed to get tickets for Unboxing Live in December Great, their Christmas show where they announce none of the matches and none of the people appearing and it ends up always being absolutely amazing totally forgot to buy tickets today Great. noticed at 12.20 it had already sold out so uh, we're going to have to try and get some tickets on Twickets for that one or if Glenn's listening uh, yeah, Glenn, you know where we are. <laughs> Give us a text. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, yeah, there's all sorts of other... Indie- I mean, the same weekend, Fight Club are doing their big weekend of action. Uh, they've got loads of stuff going on, including they're getting Bandita and Flamita into mm. their show to do stuff that weekend, who are the current Progress Tag Champions, and we involved in the Thunder Bastard. Loads of cool stuff coming up on the indie scene, but this is going to be a very WWE-heavy show. Are we going to the NXT tapings in October? Have we decided that? Is that the Plymouth one? It's Plymouth. It's the week before your birthday, I believe. Is it the, what, the 13th and 14th? Correct. I'm going to struggle because You're the 14th... You're doing NFL, aren't you? I could go to the Saturday and come back on Sunday because it's the evening game. It's Seahawks Raiders at 6pm. So I could be back in time for that. As long as I'm at Wembley by like four, so I can set up my equipment and, you know, start broadcasting on live radio, then Maybe we're fine. We'll just do a very long day trip. Yeah, oh, I don't know about if that. If anyone's going, let us know because um, uh, maybe we can. Uh, anyone want to share Air, Anyone want to share an Airbnb in Plymouth? That's what we're saying. <laughs> Big Air, time. Airbnb. We'll get into a Weatherspoons. I was telling. <laughs> we'll uh, get you some woo woo. <laughs> I was telling uh, Jenny Barsby, our newsreader on Talksport, about the thing that. I've seen independent wrestlers doing and a lot of other people oh, of yeah. the Weatherspoons app saying what table they're on, saying what uh, pub they're in. I think we should try that, but we will probably get minimal well, responses. I downloaded it last time when we were in Cambridge for the NXT tapings and then I bailed on the idea because I did realise that no one would send us anything. And yeah. if we'd like tweeted, hey guys, and then we sat there with no drinks on the table, we'd look like a pair of losers. It would be embarrassing. All right, well, if you're going at Pro Wrestle Show, let us know. We can, uh, as you say, Airbnb. We're recording this on Monday, so SmackDown hasn't happened yet, but we're excited to see the direction that they're going to be taking Becky Lynch in after she sealed the SmackDown Women's Championship this weekend. There was a lot of talk about the idea of it being a, a double turn, Allah Austin and and Bret Hart uh, all those years ago the match we talked about a lot actually because we talked about it with Bret Hart uh, it's the, the fact is the reaction in Brooklyn and everything else I think there will end up being it will be uh, like they're doing the kind of trying to do with the Bailey Sasha thing about the reaction between the individuals and Becky will mm. go back to being a face we hope but we're going to find out more about that tonight and we'll react to that on a later show but we are going to be dedicated today to talking about Hell in a Cell yep which was a hell of a show. It was good. Till the last four minutes. Well, 
Yeah. Did you watch the kickoff show? I haven't seen the kickoff show. I yeah, I know. I've now watched the whole thing. That's the point to fish out like one match in two hours of a kickoff show, which is way too long. Oh, I didn't watch the whole kickoff show. No, no, no. I did the skipping forward. No, I thing think the coach the... presented it as well. Yeah, but that's because the coach yeah. has gone from <laughs> Raw, which is great news. Got to get back on the coach, coach. Coach to the pre-show. Yeah. Taxi for the pre-show. Taxi for coach. <laughs> Taxi for coach. Does it work? <laughs> no. I don't think no. so. Uber. No, it don't work. But, uh, yeah, and so we've got a new permanent co-commentator yeah, on Monday Night Raw. And she's got something to say as well. She's fantastic. Which is which is nice. So good. Not she's not just there because, you know, oh, we need to get women on there. She actually says things of interest, not just chipping in with nothing. Renea could not be a bigger fan. Right, so how do you want to uh, attack this? So we we haven't done an off-air meeting. Uh, we could talk about there are some other bits of news that are unrelated to the WWE. Phoenix and Pentagon are committed to MLW through 2019, which means that they're not going to be appearing in a WWE ring anytime soon, despite rumours that that deal was being done. So there you go, there's one. Yeah, yeah. It's WWE related, but Alexa Bliss is out of the the Mixed Match Challenge. Pulled from in-ring activity due to an arm injury she suffered during Hell in a Cell. Not sure whether that's a work or not. Yeah, it's a weird one, that, isn't it? Because, like, Ember Moon technically could need the exposure more on the Mixed Match Challenge. Not that I don't know how many people actually watch the Mixed Match Challenge. Um, but, yeah, they could just be trying to sell that she's been really battered and Ronda's an absolute beast. But I think it'd be a bit weird to pull it on the day if it, she wasn't actually injured. Weirdly, we talked for quite a while about the merchandise that her and Braun have got, which is the big hand and then the little hand with the gloves on. Nice. Which, which I said I loved, and Alexa was def- she was saying how much that she's pushing for WWE to make that, um, like, actually sell that T-shirt properly and make that part of their her ring attire and all that. So that's kind of gutting for her. She's uh, well, yeah. She was well excited about that. That's no, frustrating. Yeah. Glow won two Emmys, which is exciting to see. If you've not watched Glow yet, it is fantastic. Still haven't watched Glow. As, as a wrestling fan, it's brilliant. But even just as a fan of good television, <laughs> it's great. You're so smooth. <laughs> I haven't watched either. I, I'm a wrestling fan and I'm a fan of terrible television. Right, we've been holding it off. Go on. Let's talk about Hell in the Cell. Yeah, man. Where, do we want to just work our way chronologically through the show? I think so. That's how I watch it. Fine. That's, I think that's how most human beings yeah, probably I mean, watched it. Yeah, I don't wait till the day after and then just skip from match to match in a weird spasmodic order. So, okay, let's start off with the with the kickoff show then with the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. The New Day in their role as champions against Rusev and English. Firstly, good to see uh, Aiden English actually getting a proper role, taking part in a competition like this and... You know, when the Vaud villains, when Simon Gotch left and all of that died off, I thought that'd be the end of Aiden English. I thought a job for a year or so, see out his contract, maybe 205, but then end up back in the Indies and that'd be it. And I think he's a really talented wrestler. I think he's good on the mic, much better than Gotch ever was. Mm. That's for sure. And so I'm delighted he's found this Rusev Day role, but actually I'm more delighted to see that actually we're seeing him in in in-ring action now as well. And they've kept it, because there's a lot of rumours, weren't there, that they were going to ditch him and have it as Rusev and Lana, and, like, it just didn't, you know... I didn't like that idea, because actually he does add a lot to the Rusev Day thing. So, I mean, as as you've said on Twitter, at WrestleMania, what was the biggest chant we heard all weekend? Rusev Day. Yeah, 100%. Other than Adam Cole, baby. Baby. Eight minutes 50, this goes. uh, The champions defeating Rusev and English via pin. Uh, It was was English who took the, the pin after the trouble in paradise. You know, I've got to say... The kickoff shows, I saw some people saying, oh, it was good for a kickoff show. Mm. Sometimes kickoff matches can be fantastic. And I specifically think that when it comes to the 
cruiserweight championship, when that gets on a kickoff match for something like a Rumble or a Mania, I, I particularly think back to the, the Austin Aries and um, a Neville match back at Mania two years ago when they were on the pre-show. So they got 25 minutes and put on one of the best matches yeah. of the night because you've got two really talented in-ring workers and they're going to get a lot more time because they're on the pre-show. I just thought it was really, really good fun and I, there was genuine moments where I thought that Rusev and Aiden English were going to win it. Yeah. And imagine the pop, but then would you want to see them on the main show winning it? I would, certainly with how popular they are. Quick note on Neville, by the way. Someone that I was with on this uh, this trip to Orlando is from Newcastle. Recently spotted him at a soft play area practicing some moves. I'm not even kidding. Um, so he's obviously he's obviously coming back soon. And apparently someone, I think someone said online that he said he can't do dates at the moment, but it won't be too long. I mean, Defiant obviously makes a huge amount of sense as it's the local, the what culture. It's kind of anti-WWE as well to an extent. Let's it's not just got say that the deal. news came from someone who used to work for what culture. Ah, right. Okay, good. Good. I think I can guess who. <laughs> yeah. Let's not let anyone else do so before we move on. Um, yeah, I, I, no problem with the New Day staying as, as champions. I This could have been easily been a main show match and there are a couple that I can see that maybe could have gone to the pre-show um, but they, I just don't see the point in spending weeks setting up a tournament mm. to then go we're only doing this for, for a pre-show but also thing. the main show finished at 3.40am and normally it finishes bang on 4 doesn't it so there's 20 minutes there you could have put it on the pre on the main show actually kicked off with it but it seemed they wanted to kick off with Jeff Hardy yeah, yeah. so Jeff Hardy faces Randy Orton we questioned why this match was in a cell in the build-up. And it turns out the match was in a cell because Jeff Hardy apparently requested the match to be in a cell because for kayfabe reasons, this were, for non-kayfabe reasons, this was going to be his last match before he took time off for surgery. And maybe it'll end up being his last match ever with Matt Hardy retiring. It was typically Jeff Hardy. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't see how it happened, but Randy Orton's leg... And the bit of flesh that came out just of it. Just dangling. Yeah. And he shared a photo of it later just on the table. It's like, oh, that is grim. My problem, my only problem with this match was that it didn't need to be in Hell in a Cell. I don't understand why no. this, it comes back to my previous beef about the stipulations being in the set, be, the stipulations being the reason behind a pay-per-view. So you have to put it in there because they, it was basically just a hardcore match that happened inside a cell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bar the big spot at the end, which obviously did involve the cell. But then we'll get to the later match. And I had more beef with that because the way they used the cell was was, r- mental. was really poor. Why wasn't Becky Charlotte in the cell? I mean, oh, why so didn't we get a women's cell match? Or or Joe and um, yeah. AJ yeah. could have easily been why didn't we get held in the cell. Um, I mean, obviously that was an interesting finish. It's not the finish that we thought with the Jeff Hardy match, you know. Um, uh, you know, acrobatic or whatever. I thought Randy Orton moved out of the way a bit quickly, but you know. Well, there's a lot of the moments that happened in this match. Supposedly he can't swanton bomb, and we saw him going try and do it. Uh, yeah, trying to do it a couple of times off of top ropes, off of uh, corners, going through. Th- th- That's what I thought onto was tables, etc. He was going to attempt it from the turnbuckle, fail. Attempt it from the ladder, fail. Then do it from the top, hit, hit, pass, whatever you want to call it. But then it didn't. The Jeff's ear hole spot. How do you feel about that? Absolutely grim. I hate all this ear stuff. I've always hated ear spacing because A, they smell. If you've ever known anyone with an ear spacing, they stink. Um, And B, just they don't look very strong. And I know it's just cartilage, but Jesus Christ, I didn't need to see that. With the screwdriver as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better than a finger? 
Yeah, it didn't make me. But it's not as bad as the finger. Not as bad as pulling him along by it. Although I'm, you know, just it's just absolutely grim. But I mean, that's you know perfect for Orson's character. But Jesus, I don't like it. So. Jeff is the twist of fate, puts Orton on the table, climbs the ladders, grabs the top of the cell, swings into a splash, but Orton moves. Jeff goes through the table and ends up having to uh, ends up having to be, taken, be out. taken out to the back. Do you think the original plan was to do an RKO through the table from the top? That would have been much better. What, he goes for the he thing start, and then... He's swinging, Jeff realises he's effed up, and then Randy spots this, sees him, and basically it's just a waiting game until Jeff can't hold on any longer, falls... RKO through the table. That's what I wanted to see. That's a great shout, but it's that's a really hard, hard spot to do, to do. Yeah, it's a really hard spot to do live, and particularly like we've seen some amazing RKOs. Still, all-time favorite. Yeah, WrestleMania 30, the the uh, curb stomp into an RKO with with Rollins. But you question Rollins is younger, lither, yeah. one of the best in the world right now, and was certainly then as well. And Jeff Hardy is a guy who is a bit broken, a bit. Just felt no, like that's Matt Will. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Yeah, I know what very you mean. Good. It's harder to do. Um, do you know? Do you know what's really bugged me about this? Go on. So Jeff Hardy, we all assumed. Okay, maybe it's not his last match, but maybe he's being written off for a considerable amount of time because you know he's got all these injuries that everyone talks about. Melts was banging on about it all the time, and then he falls to the table. He gets taken out. At first, I thought, oh, Randy Orton's going to like do a, a brawn and get him off the thing. But obviously, they were selling that he really was injured. They kept saying throughout the whole event, oh, he's coughing up blood. He's really ill. Three hours after the event, he's on Instagram posting a video of his face paint going, I'm all right. And then last night, he did a house event somewhere and posted the face paint again this morning. What? So, What's and people are going, shows? whoa. People are like writing on his Instagram going, whoa, ain't you dead? <laughs> so, like, how, so the problem is, is that surely you'd say to him, Jeff, if we're writing you off for a bit, don't go post it on Instagram that you're no. wrestling the next night. So it just makes no sense. No, that is frustrating. Unless, yeah. like, you know, again, he's going to have a big send-off on, on SmackDown tonight. Who knows? But... Stay off social media if you want kayfabe. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the point, maybe. Social media ruined kayfabe. There we go. There's a T-shirt idea. Well done, mate. I'm a pre- I, what do they, species. It's going to be what they do with Randy is going to be interesting now because I, I finally give a crap about Randy because he's doing proper heel Randy Mm. again but I never really bought into the feud with Jeff the whole point behind it I guess he can go into a feud with Shinsuke where was he in the American title by the way Uh, surfing somewhere wasn't he yeah so uh, that could be the direction they go in but I don't know Randy's someone who I think a little bit like we said about KO last week I'd rather see him go off TV for the next couple of months yeah just too much of him Keeps being thrown into random feuds. Not a fan. Put him in and have a have an impact, you know. We then get the women's championship match. Apparently, Becky Lynch signs taken out of the stadium. People turning up with boo the woo signs, uh, and uh, they were taking off them in the stadium. I and read a thing about away. that. Apparently, a woman made loads of them, and then she gave them all out, and they didn't want a big section of it. Like That's a why. Cesaro section type yeah. thing. Uh, but she came out, she got a much bigger pop, even though she didn't give it the full entrance, the wheeling arms, no. the the, you know, the high-fiving the crowd and everything, very serious entering the ring. Uh, Charlotte comes out, and what they kind of do is put on a good match, maybe even very good, but considering how, c- considering how well we know these two know each other, mm-hmm. both personally and from a wrestling perspective, and what we've seen both of them do in matches before... I was a little disappointed. This could have easily been the best match of the night. And it just wasn't quite given enough time, wasn't quite given enough build. No. And 
given time to sell and given a really good finish and still having the title change as well. Like I said, if they'd done the proper double turn, not saved it for SmackDown, but done it on Sunday, they could have made this a, a Bret Hart Stone Cold situation. Whether they're actually going to take this to evolution, because they're scheduled to face each other before that yeah. uh, at the Super Showdown, whether that actually match goes ahead now, I think they might take them off that card or put them in a tag match and save the, the title match for evolution. And they have it happen there to try and make evolution feel more special. I don't know, but it just uh, too much of this show for as good as the wrestling was and how much fun I had with it felt like a bit placeholdery. Are they still planning on doing this Survivor Series for, for Horsewomen thing? I don't think it can happen that soon. I was going to say, because... It's nowhere near it's enough build. It's not going to work, is Between it? now and Survivor Series, there's the the Super Showdown in Australia, the 9am Saturday one. Hmm. There is the, uh, the the show that we're going to be talking about later on in Saudi Arabia. There's well, Evolution. They won't be on that, but, And yeah. then there's it. That's it. There's no kind of mainstream pay-per-view before no. then. They're all the kind of either offshoot pay-per-views or the all-women's pay-per-views. Yeah, sure. So... I, I can't see it happening, personally. No, uh, but I love Becky getting the title. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the, right the main direction. thing, and that's good. And, you know, I hope she's she's really good with it. Um, but, yeah, the finish was a bit weird as well. You know, it could have been a, a much better finish. Countering the spear into the cradle after... I mean, the disarmor is the way that we want her to be. She wants yeah. her to break arms and everything but I, they're, t- they're, uh, they're turning they're, they're, try- they're trying to stop other women other than Ronda Rousey do arm bars. Do you think that's they? it? Yeah. Ugh. It's mad, isn't it? Oh, Becky was... The problem was Becky was really good and the heat overall was really good. Charlotte, I'm not saying she's going down into the Roman Reigns territory, which is what some people want to accuse her of, but it felt a little bit like she phoned that in when we know from Charlotte she can be the person who has those absolutely unbelievable matches we've seen from her in the past. I liked at the end when Charlotte looked like she wanted to make up and Becky was like, nah, that was cool. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, other than that, I felt a little bit disappointing. Uh, I felt disappointing. No, I felt a little bit disappointed. However, I didn't feel disappointed about the tag match that followed. No. That was very good. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre taking on Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins for the title. We'll get to their role in the uh, in the situation later. Really, just genuinely brilliant, proper tag action. Uh, I... What I loved about it is we've seen these guys with the Strowman situation, with the Shield situation. We've seen every possible combination of these guys for months now, and yet they made us feel properly fresh. I liked that the there was that that kind of confusion of who's the legal man kind of thing at the Mm -hmm. end, which was really nice with that finish. And yeah, I just I was just left feeling I'd watched a really good match, and it wasn't forced, and and everything was natural, and it all made sense. Which, with a few matches that we've discussed, kind of didn't. It's four guys performing at their very peak. Dean Ambrose on this return, particularly when you've heard the stories now about his arm becoming entirely withered at one point, the mm. staff infection which nearly killed him, the the amount of extra time it took him to come back. He's come back so fired up and interesting. Seth Rollins is the most bankable actual in-ring talent in the WWE at the moment, and that is including the likes of, uh, of AJ Styles. On the other side, Drew McIntyre, since his return, has been phenomenal. I want to say Ziggler stepping up. He's not stepping up. Like He's just fulfilling the potential he's always had. Yeah. Well, and fulfilling the potential particularly since his return, particularly yeah. since he's gone out and got much better on the mic. And just brilliant near falls. Like you say, the confusion about what happened. Uh, the, the fact that you got that. Rollins going for the superplex and McIntyre hitting. I thought that was a really good finish, really smoothly done. Yeah. Crowd was amazing. At this point in the pay-per-view, I am thinking to myself, every match has been great. This is my favourite WWE pay-per-view of the year. 
And I think that might have been the best main roster match I've seen on a pay-per-view this year. Yeah, for sure. Definitely right up there. Yeah. It's one of those ones where, like, I, I'm as guilty as you are, but normally when we're watching it, we're also trying to write funny tweets. Yeah, there and is I that. didn't even look at my phone <laughs> once during that match. You know, uh, so I think that's a good sign. How sad is that these days that not looking at your phone during a match means it's good? Uh, we then get Styles Joe. Yeah. We then get the... Uh, by the way, can we talk about the children's book? That whole angle yeah. was brilliant. It's just weird. I, I'm Samoa Joe is absolutely <laughs> killing it, and I could not love him more right now. This is the best work he's done since the Styles feud back in the, the TNA days, which we've talked about so much with the the match we kind of put out on our Twitter, etc. For he, this is his personal best work. Whereas mm. AJ Styles has raised up to the top, continued to be brilliant in WWE, brilliant out in Japan. It feels like Samoa Joe needed, whilst he's been brilliant on the mic since he came back and had that whole thing, he's not had a bad match that I can remember recently, but as a proper ongoing feud, he needed something like this to really raise him up to another level. And I'm just a bit gutted he didn't actually take the title off him. And Now we're going to get the finish. I was a bit frustrated because the finish was similar to the finish we saw in another Joe match recently. What was it, an Inseguri? Um, It was the, the... Doing the um, locking on the the, uh, the clutch, the clutch, and yeah. then s- the opposition rolling it into a pin. Oh, but right. the the difference between it is that Styles did tap out. Oh yeah, of course. Third. Sorry, I forgot about all the controversy. Right yeah, <laughs> before the third, and so we got yeah yeah controversy. Yeah, oh, it keeps it going, uh, doesn't it? Head to, like that's great, but then it's going to happen in Australia on Super Showdown. You're like, oh, but. Really? So is this just so that was the moment that I had a slight turn on this that I started to feel like this is now there is too much looking forward to events which are money spinners not genuine storyline events also the wife and kids angle of this so it seemed to be great in the build up and then it was just totally lost in the actual match and on the day which when you go back to their SummerSlam match yeah, and you had him doing the, the whole getting on the table Wendy call me daddy Wendy yeah, all of that stuff was fantastic. We, I could have done with more of that, definitely. More Wendy, please. But still, a great match between two great wrestlers. I mean, it's, it's kind of the so feud well. that you hoped that Shinsuke would have had with yeah. AJ, which just kind of fell really oh, fat. Fell, what? Fell really flat. <laughs> you thinking about Samoa Joe again? No. Uh, so we had that. We had the alternate angle. It shows that they did tap out, setting up the Super Showdown rematch. I feel like... Joe has to get the title here. I'm going to be so frustrated if he doesn't. Yeah. But if they give it to him in Australia rather than holding it off until... Because then you're going to have to sound like... I mean... Survivor Series sounds like the right place to do the change, but how do you keep the feud going that long without it going a bit stale? And WWE love firsts, don't they? So AJ, you'll remember, obviously won the title for the first time on non-US soil when he won it in Manchester, which he's held since. Mm -hmm. That was a first... You know, Ronda Rousey's the first UFC and WWE champion. Will Samoa Joe be the first man to win a title on the double... On the, I need to lead... To, I can't speak. The Antipodean <laughs> title holder. On the Southern Hemisphere is what I was going to say. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not very well. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Now for the first not good wrestling match of the night. Can I just say the attire was mm-hmm. great. I like the white outfit that Ms and Maurice wear. Oh, they looked spectacular. And yet again, as you know, my way of describing me is spectacular asshole. He oh, is yeah. glorious in this. And the, the the stuff very early on where you had the the faking it out, her tagging him in, all of that stuff worked really well. I just I don't really like Brie Bella. I, I see. The thing is, right, the, the period of the Bella's height of fame was when I kind of drifted away from wrestling, just because I had life stuff going on, like uni and whatnot. And um, I kind of missed the hype. And they've come back, and you know, you've seen matches and whatever. I still don't think I've seen Brie Bella do a good match. And I don't think she's someone who she had the same kind of scrappy underdog image that. Uh, to a the much, much, much lesser extent that Daniel Bryan had, yeah. which was never about their relationship, but now will be about their relationship because of Total Bellas and because of everything that's happened with that. Just, I'm not buying into the Bellas returning. I'm not buying into... None of this is really resonating with me. And I'm worried that evolution is going to feel gimmicky when I want it to feel special. Absolutely. I felt that, that Nikki Bella, actually, and I know Nikki Bella's kind of not had as much time off more recently as Brie did and obviously Brie had the baby and all that but Nikki Bella actually seems more assured and more confident in the ring it seems like Brie's maybe lost a lot of confidence while she's not been performing those suicide dives I mean that's a great example you know absolutely horrible finish to this was a bit shonky as well wasn't it well so yeah so we had I mean first of all Daniel Bryan why is he going for the flying head but absolutely madness missed that (laughs) um we did then get the the Miz dumping Maurice to the floor, Brie coming out, going after Miz, all of that stuff happened as well. And and once we got Maurice and and Brie coming in, I quite liked Maurice picking up the win, even though Mm. she's clearly, they kept those interactions, they kept their in-ring time together to an absolute minimum. I liked the two of them being the ones that that made the decision and we keep the feud going. I just wanted to go back to being a feud between Daniel Bryan and the Miz now, please. Less distraction. More about them. I actually instantly watched NXT One the other day, like mm-hmm. the first episode, where it was eight pros versus eight rookies, and it was obviously Daniel Bryan and the Miz. Well, so you know we've got we obviously recording this ahead of SmackDown. Yeah, uh, has this m- announcement been made official, or is it just something that Super Showdown are advertising as being the case? And we, I think this is going to be announced on SmackDown tonight. So okay. by the time most people hear this, they won't know. But it's already been announced as being part of the Super Showdown card that they're getting Miz, Daniel Bryan, number one contenders match. So who goes on to face AJ Styles or Samoa Joe at this nonsense going on in Saudi Arabia or going on Survivor Series as well? Yeah. So fantasy booking time, Will. <laughs> I'm going to predict what you're going to say. You're going to say that Joe wins a title at Super Showdown. The Miz. Oh, actually, I'm any going to combination. Say the, Miz. the problem is any combination of these four. I absolutely love. I'd like the Miz to have the title at WrestleMania against I, Daniel Bryan. 
I would, you know, put these four in a in a fatal four way and just let them go at it and show us what they can do. I mean, honestly, the only problem with that is we'd have to deal with rubbish tag matches on SmackDown for weeks and weeks <laughs> on end beforehand. Yeah, yeah, Miz and and Joe teaming up, but Joe turning on Miz. But then, you know, I can write this all for you without you. you, know, you the WWE writers can write this nonsense in their sleep. It's just like let's pull out any feud that's had two heels and two faces in it yeah. from the last five years and just slap on the exact same format. Yeah, that's my problem with it, but. I think that's I, the WWE Championship is something I'm really intrigued about at the moment. The Universal Championship, despite the fact that we finally got it in somebody's hands who's actually appearing on Still TV and wrestling, could not care. Yeah, could Don't not f- care less. Not feeling it. Well, we'll get on to that. Let's talk about the Raw Women's Championship: Ronda Rousey and Alexa Bliss. Which allegedly injured Alexa Bliss, but we still don't know if that's a work or not. By the time, by the time you hear this, you may have seen her in hospital. You may have just, it may have come out that it's a work. Who knows? I, I mean, I want to start off by making it very clear that I liked this show. It was a good seven out of ten for me, and maybe my favourite show of the year so far from a WWE perspective. Yeah, it's absolutely stunning to me that Ronda Rousey has only been wrestling for what six months now. In she the actual had like main four, roster, five, six official matches, really. So not only is she huge, I think she might have quadrupled her move set in the last two months alone, yep. and showed off a lot of that. I like the new version of her finisher, which wasn't the same, but did the kind of rolling Samoa drop thing. But when they did this match, was set up exactly as it needed to be. You had you needed to make Alexa Bliss a legitimate threat without making a mockery of the match they had at SummerSlam. So you have to have. Rousey get an injury. That's the standard thing. Rousey sold those ribs like she'd been <laughs> working in TGIs for two years. And she's got the rib selling badge on her nap on her waistcoat. Hey, joke alert! Joke alert! Only thirty something minutes in. There's a joke. We've had a joke, guys. <laughs> Celebrate good jokes. Come on. Yeah. Um, she sold, honestly, sold those ribs like she's been wrestling since she was 10 years old. It was an unbelievable job on her part. Bliss was brilliant in this as well. The facials, the the quality of the work, the way she did the desperate heel, the moment she noticed the ribs, worked them over. It, was, it wasn't perfection. You know, no. it was a, just a great, solid match. But Rousey showed up about 50% of the current WWE roster having only done this for a few months. And that is a bit worrying. She strikes me as someone that she approaches something with, right, what have I got to do to do this? Right, I'm going to do it. You just noticed how much she's bulked up her upper body. Like in UFC, that was probably not as not as desperate that she needed to be strong. It's more about how technical you can be and how much of a battering you can take. Whereas in WWE, she obviously needs to lift people, she needs to do all these moves, and she, you can see she's probably hench now. There is an element of protection of Bliss here as well, having her... They needed to work a different match. They couldn't just do another squash like they did at SummerSlam, but they do have to make sure they keep Rousey special. And on Monday Night Raw, they had the whole idea of her doing the open challenge and then Natalia's music hit and she kind of did the wry smile to the screen. Okay, taking on my best mate in a championship match on TV. That could be fun. The Riot Squad then drag Natalia's limp body out (laughs) to the stage, attack her three-on-one with the injured ribs and she still beats them down, gets some help from the Bellas. That whole setup works really well. For Super Showdown. But they need to make sure that Ronda is kept special because she Absolutely. is special. They have to find that right balance that they haven't didn't quite get with Brock this time round, but got with Brock last time round, 
without I want to see her work I want to see her involved but I don't want to get to a point where she's just another person on the roster a bit like Oscar yeah exactly I don't want her to get Oscar something massive and then now she's not even on the pre-show she's not even on Smackdown half the time um Nia Jax came back on Raw she did. Nice to see. That wasn't a good match, but she no. came back, so that was nice. <laughs> I, like, I like Naya. Alicia Fox has been wrestling now for 12 years inside the WWE system. 12 years. Ronda Rousey, less than six months. Just uh, yeah. let that permeate your brain for yeah, a moment. But Alicia, Raw was crap, Alicia Fox. By the way. <laughs> Alicia Fox wears a oh, hat. Constable really Corbin well. can rubbish off. Oh, sorry, he's on the show next week. Oh. If you want to change your mind on what you just said. He, we had a great chat. Uh, like, obviously, out of character, what a nice bloke he is. I really want to talk to him about the NFL at some point because yeah. he is a former NFL player. And, yeah, and he, I read about his history on the plane, and he's been like knocked back quite a lot, wasn't he, from NFL? I think he's. I think he's. I, <laughs> there have been moments where he's had flashes when the Constable Corbin thing first happened. I thought, ooh, something yeah. interesting with the character, and then they've just oh, didn't but run it into the ground. Companies, did you know that they all run t-shirt companies nowadays? But you know, uh, what, the one thing I did like from Raw before we get to the main event. For Go Hell, on, so, we got managers back. Leah Rush even referred to himself as Bobby Lashley's manager. I like him. I, I love Leo Rush. I lo- He's a cocky little pea. That, the nonsense of the him flipping in and out of the yeah. ring and all of that great. stuff was great. It was fantastic. He's an annoying little little ant. Uh, and I think that can only augment what's been a bit of a naff run for Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Hey, we're going to talk about WWE 2K next week when we have all those interviews. Bobby Lashley not in the game. Is he not? Didn't know that. Now, they were developing it before he debuted after Mania, and yeah. like the bulk of the development has happened by then. He is definitely going to be in that first DLC. He, what, interesting in the game, they've spent, they've, I can't really talk too much about it, allegedly, but um, <laughs> they've, they've, they've put a lot of effort in changing stuff up, and they've recorded over a, a thousand new lines of dialogue and stuff with wrestlers. Great. So, I mean, when, when you start to see that, you can see maybe why some of these wrestlers haven't quite made the game if they're new to WWE, because a lot of the sort of story mode, I guess, they've had mapped out, and they They've had it voiced and stuff. But yeah, he's definitely going to be in that download pack for sure. It's got to be with his manager. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Big fan of that. We'll have a final confirmation on SmackDown. But before we got to the main event, uh, Joe went to Paige, complained about AJ tapping out. Uh, Joe, they, they confirmed the rematch Super Showdown and they teased the idea there must be a winner. They teased no DQ. They teased no count outs. They made a, a big deal about how this is going to have to be definitive. Uh, I still think they'll find a way to do a botch ending for that potentially if they want to keep yeah. the, the if they want to keep both men strong. But I'd really love to see Joe win it. Before we get to the main event, actually, can I have a totally separate WWE beef? Absolutely. Again, I want to state that I really enjoyed this show. I had fun watching it. Most fun I've had watching a pay per view in ages. I, maybe I've had this this rant before. Autom- you probably have. You've had quite a few. Automatic clauses in the contract which allow a rematch. I think it's killing storylines in the in the WWE too often. I think you're not getting those situations where what I want to see is AJ Styles finally knocked off his perch by Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe refusing to fight him again. And AJ Styles having to rebuild himself from the ground up. Like we're seeing, and I, I, I hate when other people do the WWE New Japan comparison thing, but I'm going to now do it, so I hate myself. Like they're now doing with Okada in New Japan. The mm. fact that he's had to go back to square one, rediscover his style. And you can do some really interesting character storytelling there. The fact that with every time you get a title change, you're just guaranteed there's going to be a rematch at the next pay-per-view 
I think it kills the idea that you can do anything original or different. It's not a rant, just a suggestion. Take the auto rematch clause out. I feel like sometimes as well, when it's when it's convenient, the auto rematch doesn't really ever exist. Sometimes it's just forgotten slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, All the time. Yeah, and it's or like, they come back like six months later and went, I never got my rematch. Yeah, I mean. Did Finn Balor technically get his rematch from the Universal title? He when did, he, on Monday Night Raw yeah. a few weeks ago, didn't he? But. I mean, that's like, well, okay, fair enough. But yeah, doing it the next night or whatever, it's just a bit... Yeah, I, I get your, I get your rant. Uh, not a rant. I get your uh, expressed point. Makes up sense. In, so up until this point in the show, the show is a, an eight. Yeah. Made, like the best WWE show of the year. Yeah, the, the best WWE show of the year. Non-XT, uh, non-XT WWE show of the year. Hands down. And then this main event happened. Oy. And do you know what? For the first eight, nine minutes, this is eventually the match goes for 24 yeah. minutes. First eight, nine minutes, just this big boss hog showdown, big move after big move, throwing each other around, using the cell well, brutal, big, hard hitting. It's the same match we've seen from Reigns and previously Lesnar and now Strowman quite a few times, but it was working for me. Absolutely. You knew there was going to be nonsense. We didn't know there was going to be Lesnar nonsense, but you knew there was going to be some silliness. Absolutely. So Drew McIntyre, they were the first ones to come down, weren't they? Yeah, so McIntyre and Dolph come down. The Shield come and make the assist. They all end up on top of the cage. And when they're all on top of the cage, by the fact that you are papping your pants that something's going to go wrong, and it has happened before, (laughs) that was quite exciting. There was one slam that I think Drew McIntyre did on... Dean Ambrose on top and I was just like you saw the whole thing bow oh, like a good few feet and you're like that's not good oh, that could really be a problem yeah um, and then and then Seth and Dolph fell off but why, But first of all why Why during this entire period of time uh, Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman just having a nap just lying down just not even bothering yeah. they just did nothing for this entire time then the two of them took the table bump it was a bad table bump in the the angle they showed it from. They had them hitting each other, and then you saw them both look down at the table and, then and both off. jump off. <laughs> I know. In and sync. also the angle, when the cage is now red, it's really obvious where the big big holes are. Big hand holes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The your big put old hand holes. Put them all around. Yeah. Don't put them just in the one bit where they're going to do the spot, because it makes it really obvious. So That table bump was, was crap. Yeah, properly crap. And then Lesnar comes back. And Lesnar coming back in that situation isn't necessarily a negative. No, he looked great. He got a big old pop. He looked lean. I like the beard. Ginger beard. I don't know how he lost that much weight that quickly. It's it's impressive. He has. He's got quite lean. He's probably in full training, hasn't he? Kicks the cage in. That's great. Beats the crap out of everyone. That's great. My point is, if he can kick the cage in, why can't any of the others kick the cage in? Strawman surely surely would be able to kick the cage in if he can do it. Just, he, and he wears boots, like work boots. Lesnar was just wearing trainers. So kicks the cage in, kicks the crap out of everyone. Fine, great, enjoyed that. Wish he'd gone and kicked the crap out of uh, Ziggler and Rollins as well for the terrible table bump. Yeah, oh, and I hated the table. those two having a match the next night. Yeah, just I, I know they worked in the bit that they were injured and hurt and tired and everything. No, don't put them on the show the next night. I know they're money, but you've made them do a table bump in a. Cell match. They should make them redo the table bump the next night, but do it properly. <laughs> yeah, just it's yeah. Not a match. You're gonna do it right. You gotta do it again. Yeah. Um, but it was all. There was one happened after that. The referee coming back in and just calling the match. That's not how it works. It's a hell in a cell match. It's no disqualification. It's anything goes. It's the most brutal bout you can have in in all of WWE. And they just went, yeah, probably probably stop it there. Ding ding. It's over. And it's all 
done to sell the crown jewel. Which is funny because crown jewels is what people call their package, isn't it? Happening in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia on November the 2nd, they immediately announced the next night we're going to get Reigns, Lesnar and Strowman, uh, as well as the first ever WWE World Cup tournament to to determine the best in the world. So basically they're doing King of the Ring out in the... (laughs) Stadium in Riyadh. They're putting this match on, which is Lesnar coming back for one match because he's not going to pass his ban until January, so he can't wrestle in UFC yet. Apparently, he's making six figures for doing this match mm-hmm. anyway. It has nothing to do with the storylines from the rest of WWE. It has everything to do with them making money off this relationship with Saudi Arabia. It ruins Strowman. It ruins Reigns. It ruins the entire storytelling of the last six weeks. And I'm not surprised that you had the fans shouting ball ball at the end at them i thought this was the most ridiculous piece of money grabbing crap it's, I've used that word a lot today. It's crowbarred in, isn't it? It's how, how badly it's crowbarred in. At least with the Triple H and the Undertaker thing. That, yeah, all right, they've come out each week and it's been a bit obvious they're just bigging up this big show, but at least there's been a build to it and it's something. Whereas this has just been... All right, well, you know, this thing we've been promoting that's actually going to be good. Oh, well, actually, we've got to do this because of contractual obligations to the Middle East. So this is what's going to happen. And it just, yeah, it just leaves the... the, 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 It finished not only a bit early, I thought, but it just kind of left you with a bad taste in your mouth. Also, what happened to Mick Foley? Oh, just... Everyone's forgotten about him, but but his TV show was on afterwards. Oh, nice one. The the last 10 minutes of this pay-per-view took what? a lot of good faith that had built up and completely pulled it down for me. And I am worried about the next few months now. I'm worried Evolution is going to be gimmicky and not actually be... And I'm also worried Evolution was announced knowing that this Saudi Arabia date was coming up a few weeks afterwards and it's to satiate all of that negative press that they got last time because no women were allowed to wrestle or Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. The, just everything about this next few months before Survivor Series makes me worry about my interest in in the product and they're gonna have to do something pretty special and i think smackdown can do it but yeah i'm worried that raw, raw can't what are you thinking about the may young it's classic let's be positive to finish may young classic you enjoying that oh loving it yeah and loving seeing the british talent loving seeing the new japanese talent coming in yeah i think it's great in the first round there was mj jenkins do you remember her she had like a sort of big kind of afro um i want to say an afro what those what did david beckham have mohican right yeah um she lost but like i I really liked her and when we were at the performance center i saw her and did that really awkward hello um i I, saw you i saw you on the telly i thought you were very good and she was like oh thanks so she was really cool and then i was like Okay, bye then. Like when you told Mark Haskins you really enjoyed his match in uh, he... Ring of Honor, and he was like, "Thank you, thank you, friend. Oh, thanks very much." Ooh. Yeah, I saw her, and that was that was weird. I also saw um, Nixon Neal, whatever her name is in WWE. What's her name? Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox. Now I saw her on crutches. Um, she was playing the game, had a bit of a chat, played played the Welsh card there. Um, she said that her knee injury, and I don't know if this has been released, but her knee injury was worse than before the one she did the year before. So she only ended up having one ligament still attached in her knee. Oh, bless her. And she also broke the top of her leg. Ugh. So she's pretty... Huge fan of hers as well. I'm amazed at how positive people like her can stay. And she was like, yeah, it happens, whatever. And I said, well, what are you going to do for the next year then? She's like, yeah, it'll be seven to nine months. I'm just there going like, your knee is literally disattached, unattached. Detached. Detached, that's the word. Your knee is detached from itself and you've broken the top of your leg. 
And she's just like, yeah, whatever, it'd be fine. I'm just like, how? What? Fair play to her yeah. for being that positive. She just had it operate on as well, and it looked grim. We're going to talk. We're going to get you. I'm going to get next week the full download on all, download on all of your little moments in the uh, performance mm. center, seeing Keith Lee and Matt Riddle and everyone else that you got to see while you were there. And we'll get into all of that next week. All right. But just to finish, I'll say it once more. <laughs> I like telling the cell. Yeah? What rating did you give it? You gave it, was it seven chubs? It was a good seven-tenth of a chub. So what's this, is that? Seven te- is everything rated out of one chub 70. and it's a seven-tenth <laughs> of a chub? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess over four hours I can eat more than one chub. I enjoyed I? it. My biggest gripe is that Jeff Hardy the next day was like doing a house show. That annoyed me, but that's not part of the show, so it doesn't, like, doesn't count. Um, let us know your thoughts yeah at, at pro wrestle show on twitter uh go and give us a rating and a review on itunes we do really appreciate that there uh and uh yeah tell us what you want to hear over the next couple of weeks tell us about the indie shows you're going to tell us about any interviews you want us to try and get with independent wrestlers outside of our wwe stuff and we'll have our 2k show coming up for you early next week when we go to progress's wembley show who do you want to hear us talk to yeah absolutely i'm desperately trying to get matt riddle yeah. it's not going well but i'm trying We'll have to get Matt Riddle. We'll try. Uh, thank you so much for listening. John, thank you for coming into the studio and doing it. You go do your real job. I'm going to go see my real wife. You've been listening to the... <laughs> pro wrestling show. to your fake one. <laughs> the one, the one pro- with a valve. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You've been listening to the Pro Wrestling Show. Thank you very much. Bye. Oh, Will's letting her down. <laughs>